0: It is true that we didn't speak for a while after this, but we did spoke uh, a few days ago, and you know, like I said, we both ready to to go out there and try to win a championship for this team. You know, it's it's not about being a professional, and you know, everyone got different relationships. Everyone got, you know, it's never perfect. Uh, married people that are married, you know, it's never perfect. So you know, me and my teammate, no, it's not. It's far from perfect. But at the end of the day, we both want the same thing, and it's winning, and you know, and we both grown men and we're both going to do what it takes to win. Rudy Gobert in an Instagram Live interview talking about his relationship with Donovan Mitchell. We've heard his take, we haven't heard Mitchell's take. But PK, Rudy makes it sound like even if they aren't the best of friends, they
1: can make it work. I think they can, yeah. I've been saying that the whole time here. Of course they can. It's about basketball, really. Is it about friendship or is it what's it about can you exist on a basketball floor if you're not uh, in basically on speaking terms well that might be a little bit too strong but can you exist if you are okay and you just deal with that person during practices and games and whatnot i guess you know obviously they're together uh, closer than most people would be in their jobs But I felt all along to say that it was unsalvageable And you're 23 years old Man, that is, thats that's got to be something that I don't know that whatever occurred would lead to that Unless there's some other stuff that we don't know about
0: I assume there's always stuff that we don't know about You know, we see Rudy go public on the shots And we know about the stuff with... uh you know, touching the microphones and all that. So uh, there's a couple things we know, but there's so many interactions, so many times they're traveling together, practicing together. There must be stuff we don't know. We got a lot of people weighing in on this, what it means, what they think it means. What Joe Ingles thought it means when he heard what we think it means. and then, oh, Whatever, fine. All right, we'll get to all of that coming up. A lot of you weigh in on our Facebook page, DJ and PK. Put it up on Twitter as well, David DJ James. Uh, Mike Conley won his quarterfinal matchup with Tamika Catchings in the game of horse. And clearly, the fact that he's ambidextrous, he just kept saying, oh, use your offhand, and uh, she was in trouble. Jump shot, free throw line, and then to close the game out, the throw it over the drive behind the backboard and throw it over the glass and in shot, yeah, who's going to do that with their offhand? If he keeps doing that, Chauncey Billups, look out, right? Chauncey better be working that offhand between now and Thursday.
1: Well, uh, you know, if he wins this thing, I think we got a banner. Sweet.
0: Banner. Parade. Can we have a parade, too, or is that too much? I think with the situation, you can't have a parade right now, Dave. Be a little more responsible, would you, buddy? could be a televised parade. You just put a drone in the air, and then people hang out the windows like in Italy. You're right. you got to be more responsible. We can't do the traditional 24th of July with people camping out, sleeping next to each other on the
1: sidewalk. That is too much. Now... If we could do the 24th of July and I can get all the news people on Channel 5 to sit in the back of a convertible and wave to us, then my life would be restored. When that happens, that's my goal by the 24th to see ever reads the news at 6 o'clock in the back of a convertible waving to us. Where do they go, down State Street or Main yeah, Street, State. whatever street they go by? That's that's what we need. That's what we know when we're back. When we have the Channel 5 people in the back of a convertible waving to us. I mean, that—that that is something. You talk about a parade. The Rose Bowl parade? Step aside. The Tour de France was postponed, delayed over
0: the weekend. But I have heard nothing about the 24th of July parade and its future. So that's pretty much the next event on the calendar. We have to hear about that. Okay. DJ and PK. NBA. Do so I see us getting back to a season. I don't want to make any predictions, but I'm hopeful that we will. But I don't think we'll play in front of fans. I think initially we'll play just for the TV cameras with essential personnel and players. And I think that's a great thing because I think we need things to cheer for. We need teams to get excited about. We want a communal experience so we can all root for our favorite teams. That's going to be a big step. And I think the NBA recognizes that that's a responsibility we have and that we'll undertake as soon as it's safe because we won't do anything to jeopardize the safety of our players or employees. There's Mark Cuban, Mavericks owner. He left out the part about playing for David Locke and 97.5 and 12.8 of the zone, but we'll go ahead and forgive Mark that. He just focused on the TV cameras. Everybody waiting to find out if we're going to have NBA games and, uh, and playoffs in July, August, September, some combination of that time period.
1: I think that if you're an owner or really anybody with any sort of celebrity status and you want to get your name out there, just predict when your sport is going to return. And you're golden. We will play it. Everybody will get your name out there. We'll talk about it. That's what you should do. If you want to get some more publicity, just start making predictions.
0: Let's up our profile nationally, PK. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) June 4th. Okay, I think they'll do it But, uh, you know, baseball was talking about How they'll have a cactus league And a grapefruit league And so it won't be national and American I think the league will come back But it will just be based on countries So your country And then your state And your county And we'll really narrow it down And that's the way it'll come back And I expect that to blow up today
0: DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. From a high side, he's right there with Justin Herbert. I just think the floor is a little lower for Jordan Love. And I think some of the Pat Mahomes stuff that's getting thrown out there is a little reckless. I mean, Pat Mahomes has got the, the Brett Favre stuff. I'm not, well, Brett Favre, but also Aaron Rodgers. But there's really not a lot of guys like that out there. And I'm, I'm not sure that I'm very comfortable throwing the Pat Mahomes stuff in there with Jordan Love just yet. Lance Zerline right there, NFL.com, on the comps between Jordan Love and Patrick Mahomes. Texas Tech coach Matt Wells, former Utah State coach, who recruited and coached Jordan Love, Ian Logan, told ESPN that he's discussed Love love with seven NFL head coaches who called him in recent days as they're doing their homework on the Aggies quarterback. Debate rages about his worthiness of being a first-round pick in the NFL draft, and I think the question that the first question, the easiest one to ask is, why did Love go from six interceptions in 2018 to 17 interceptions? pass attempts only went up by about, uh, what, 50, 60 throws, and yet the interceptions almost tripled from six to 17. What the heck was going on there? That would seem to be the first question for Matt Wells to answer.
1: Well, I think they had a new system there. There were new coaches. The running game wasn't as good. Yep. Uh, the the uh, Mariner was a pretty good receiver, so try to get the ball in. And you're thinking that, hey, I'm an NFL guy, and so I can get the ball from uh, here to there, and it gets picked. How many of those were tipped? I mean, you just can't look at numbers and draw definitive straight line conclusions. This must be he had a much worse year as a junior than he did as a sophomore because that number went up by 11. I think the new he, he old line, look Well, yeah.
0: beyond that. His sacks ended up doubled. He was pressured more. Uh,. I think two things. One, for whatever reason, he seemed to – well, to your point about locking in one receiver and throwing out routes, we we saw him throw some pick sixes when he was throwing the ball to the the sideline as corners would jump that. And then also we saw a lot where he'd be trying to throw the ball over the middle and down the field quite a bit and wouldn't see a linebacker underneath. Those two things seemed to bite him on multiple occasions. But all questions for Matt Wells to answer because, like you say, new head coach, new offensive coordinator – new old line, running game not as good. And the NFL teams have to sort that out. Drew Brees has agreed to sign with NBC Sports as a football analyst when he's done playing. He's definitely planning on playing in 2020. He signed a two-year, $50 million contract. Will he play in 2021 or not? All up in the air. But when he's done into the NBC Sports booth, he goes.
1: Yeah, I would support I would assume that they did some trial runs. They're just not going to think, oh, that guy was a good interview, and he played quarterback, so let's put him in a broadcast booth. I would think they did some simulations and whatnot and had him, to an extent, audition. I think that's the way they do it. I don't know if that's the case here. But as far as him continuing to play, yeah, I could see him playing two years. You know, It depends on the health that he has and, and you know, what's the stature of his team. How does he feel? And, you know, is he going to have a significant decline this year? Probably not. I wouldn't expect that anyway. But I could see him going another couple years. Then that pushes – what's Hill? Hill's got to be pushing past 30 at that point, right? He'll be 32 at that point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some thought that he might be in line to replace Chris Collinsworth, who is 61 right now. But there's also talk that the next TV deal, NBC, might end up with a second game. So – Maybe they'll need two broadcast crews, so we'll have to see how that works out. We might end up on Notre Dame broadcast, too. The XFL formally suspended its operations and will not play their 2021 season after laying off the vast majority of their employees over the weekend. Seems like a long way out, but if you're trying to sell sponsorships and you're a new startup, this would just be... You didn't even get to complete your first year because of this. seems like a uh, horrible, horrible timing for the XFL, so... Suspending operations, no 2021 for spring football. There you go. All right. Hashtag college football. Ohio State AD Gene Smith said Friday he needs more information from experts on holding sporting events in empty stadiums or arenas. And he wants to ensure the health of student-athletes. I struggle with that concept, Smith said on a conference call with reporters. When I first heard that, I said, okay, that could work, but I figured if we don't have fans in the stands, we've determined it's not safe for them to gather in the same environment, so why would it be safe for the players? So, not all that excited about a modified 2020 season without the fans. Although the fall is still a long way away. Who knows what that holds? Think Gene Smith's trying to do the Mark Cuban, what you just said, get your name out there? Uh, conference call, he's got to um, answer the question.
1: I think he's got to answer the question. I don't think Cuban's necessarily trying to get his name out there, too. He's just used to giving interviews and obviously enjoys the give and take in interviews. I think with Gene Smith that he can say things uh, more so than others can because Ohio State, if any program can sustain lack of income through college football, I don't know how many can, but if any can, if any can, then it would be Gene Smith and Ohio State. Because they are the richest of the rich, you know. It's not necessarily about what they think. It's the other programs that desperately need this type of money that they can get to fund all these other programs and all the thing that goes, all the things that go through it. Now, step away, put the money aside for a second. You know, obviously, he, to me, he's making sense in terms of if we can't put, what do they put in 80, ninety thousand Well, if we can't do that, you know, players, how can we expect them to? be together and and hit each other and do all the things that are involved literally every single day uh, once the season starts, not just game day, certainly, and so those are all questions that need to be answered. They're all legitimate questions right now. They're all questions that everybody is studying going forward.
0: DJ and PK with what is trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, 8 o'clock, Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider. 9 o'clock, Norm Chow, longtime college football coach. Worked for the XFL. He's gonna check in with us again. Maybe have some good XFL stories. Maybe he'll hear some recruiting stuff. What does he know about the four star quarterback, Peter Costelli, who gave the Utsa verbal commitment over the weekend? He's playing down there in Southern California, a little south of Norm. He's all the way down in Mission Viejo, but nonetheless. We'll talk with Norm coming up at 9 o'clock. Coming up next, your reaction to Rudy Gobert going on Instagram Live saying he's spoken to Donovan Mitchell. And uh, we will get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 the zone.